that was uh, that's Luke's go-to this year, right? Mm-hmm. We got to have segments. I mean, every every pie kind of has segments. Yeah, it helps right. break things up. Yeah. Now, should we change the name of the pod this year? Absolutely not. Wow. I, I said it. What is this? Three years in a row? <laughs> three years in a row. This league, man. Hashtag this league. Welcome to the ACC Basketball (laughs) Degenerates Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Neer. Mike Jaffe, who you know as Vegas Mike Jaffe. Degenerate. Degenerate. How much have you been gambling thus far this season? Uh, you know, I like to ease my way in until I'm a bottle of wine deep on Thanksgiving Day. That's that's usually when I, I start to peak. I don't but understand Seton that. Hall's been good to me. Oh, Seton Hall has Seton been good. Hall, Had to be against Michigan the other night. So Taylor Pilkington is yeah. here as well. He is a miserly wager, but a wager nevertheless. And he's also a degenerate. He's been watching a lot of games taped with headphones in. And uh, I don't know. This is after bedtime. That's Greetings. Right. My entire family goes to bed, and I just sit in a, in a basketball cave. This is going to be one of Mike's favorite episodes because we've reached the demise of Virginia, at least Yay! this year. We've reached it. <laughs> We're going to get there eventually, but Taylor's got the agenda right in front of him. I'm going to take everything like a man because I'm not going to say I didn't see this coming, but I never pay attention to scrimmages ever again. That's the mm-hmm. best piece of advice I can mm-hmm. give any young one out there trying to become a degenerate one day or trying to get into this uh, ridiculous world of media and ballots and voting. So, yeah, anyway, that's my first piece of wisdom, but Taylor's got the rest of the show lined up, so let's get to that. Man, let me say uh, I just picture Luke as that uh, blonde woman with the tight haircut in The Matrix looking back at us doe-eyed saying, not, not like, like this. this, not, not like, like this. this. <laughs> Is that so, yeah. Switch or APOC? One of those ones. Yeah. Switch. <laughs> Can't wait for the new Matrix. So, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Taylor. All right. Well, the first thing we're going to talk about are the fumblers. That's what we're calling mm. them. The teams that probably shouldn't have lost or we would hope they didn't lose. Wow. Uh, so it's football football themed on a basketball podcast. Well, we're, it's, it's a football <laughs> conference now, unfortunately. You know. Well, I don't want to talk about turnovers, so this is perfectly fine for me. So continue. <laughs> Somehow these teams are bad at both. Um, And then we will jump into a question of who are the actual good teams? Are there any left in the ACC, maybe besides Duke? And Mm. then we'll do a few game previews, and we'll look at overrated and underrated. Oh, Um, yeah, Luke's money segment. All right. Yeah, that – that sounds like an incredibly boring outline. I'm excited to work through it very slowly, <laughs> and I appreciate that. I, but I appreciate that it's there, you know. Like read this, the <laughs> syllabus, oh Michael. Read the syllabus. No, okay? no, I did read it. I I meant to say it was boring beforehand. I'm sorry it came okay, out good, here. Good. <laughs> so, but they're they're all necessary evils. All right. So the fumblers. Is that where you're going to start? Yeah. None. None more fumbling than UVA. We'll start mm. with Virginia. Luke. Mm. Let's start. I'm supp- Let's just get I'm there. Supp- yeah. Get it over with. Tear off the band-aid. Yeah. What's what's wrong? Everything. Talent, physicality, Cody Statman mm. leading the team in scoring, what, with eight points. They were outmatched <laughs> at every single position against Houston. And nobody really wants the basketball. That's a problem if you watch this team. It's a little bit like mm. the twenty seventeen version, except worse with worse talent. And the depressing part about thinking about the future with this Virginia squad is 
generally fans can resort to, oh, there's this guy stashed on the bench. He's the key. He should play more. He's Keith Friel. He's, I don't know, uh, some heat check guy who can light it up from three. There's nobody on the bench like that. There's nobody whatsoever. I mean, if you want to say Igor Milicic, but we haven't even seen him thus far, it's just bad. Kihei Clark might just stay here forever. He might be in my life <laughs> until the day I die. That's what it feels like. He's probably coming back next year. Beekman is um, better, but he's still a pure point guard. He's not a scoring point guard, so somebody's got to score. Gardner against anybody large, like the Houston defenders, was completely neutralized. Franklin uh, had an off-shooting night. He struggled to get a shot off. Everything was difficult. This team is just, they're not that good. And how many teams, Mm -hmm. if we're going to revise our rankings, would you throw above Virginia? I would throw NC State. I can't believe I'm saying this Notre Dame. Wow. Syracuse. Wow. Timestamp and date the uh, podcast. Wake Forest. Um, wake. Are, are we thinking, did, you, did you say Wake? I'm, I'm th- did you say Wake? Wake is actually Wake is actually competent. I was watching yeah, them I'm, earlier today. They can fill it up. I mean, they have an identity. Bodie's just up there running the fast break. They're shooting threes. The red haired bearded man, the red beard guy. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. You know who I'm talking about though. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, um, they do. They they're certainly um they you're right, they do have an identity. Um I mean, you just got to wonder if Virginia Virginia seemed to really struggle in recruiting over the year. Never felt like they're really getting anyone. Um and I just I feel like it's all caught up to them. It is catching you know, up. Just, so Murphy you know, leaving the Kyle unexpectedly. Guys and Ty Jerome's and all those guys, they were all highly touted and we don't have any of that. Well, I, I know. Uh, the thing is, the 2022 class is going to be phenomenal. So we're just going to have to wait until 2024 to have a good season again. <laughs> so, just like a typical UVA fan. I know. We're going back to our roots. Go ahead, Taylor. The uh, Houston game, like you said, Luke, was just painful. Painful. The, the Navy one, I could kind of make some excuses. And then Mike and I actually saw Navy play Virginia Tech in person a couple days later. And we were watching Virginia Tech and Navy warm up, and we were like, oh, my God, Virginia Tech is going to blow Navy out of the water. And mm. I was like, oh, maybe that wasn't such nice. a quality nice loss on, nice their, reference. on their recipe. On their, uh, blow the Navy out of the water. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You see what I did there? Um, I love that we but, both said that in the stadium, but yet still I was like, uh, Luke, give me fifty dollars on. Oh uh, yeah, on we bet on Navy. You know, just Luke, <laughs> like I'll, I'll take that. You just, I'll, I'll send you my Venmo. You're looking to make donations? Sure. Here you go. Here's <laughs> Greg Summers. Let me tell you about Greg Summers in the Patriot League. All right, but uh, yeah. I, my question is, and I'm gonna, you got to fish for it. Maybe mm. there's no guy. What's the, you know, I think about all these teams. Is it terminal? Are they dead? Is it is? Can we declare the cause of death? What's if there's any recipe for them for UVA to come back? What is it? The defense gets better. Shedrick improves. I'm I'm throwing these out. You know I'm I'm going into the well. Rescue me here. You noticing <laughs> I'm just dead silent. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right. And, and I'm gonna stay dead right. silent because that's my answer. <laughs> What's the cure? Damn. We're gonna stay silent. Mike, why don't you <laughs> gloat? I mean, you've been waiting for this for years. Ever you know, since 2015, you've been like waiting that. for this. So. I'll never you know, forget once... the voicemail you left with Guthrie after the Syracuse loss in the Elite Eight. It was something else. <laughs> I still have that ingrained in my head. That Guthrie. was rude. That was rude. Sometimes yeah, it I doesn't work that. out. So we were all in for UVA, though, huh? But you got to rise up and get back into it. 
you know, yeah, it was, you know, that was back when it was good to like kind of poke at UVA. You don't, you never want to see once your enemies are vanquished, you don't just want to like party on their grave. You know, you want to move on. Um, so that's how I feel right now with this UVA team. I'm not, I'm not happy about it. I want them to be good enough that I can hate them, but not bad enough to where everybody else says, I told you so. Yeah, Mike, you always want UVA to not, you're always saying like, oh, there's nothing better than watching you guys watch UVA lose or something like that. <laughs> but then, you know, you're always a little bit sad when they're not very good, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I need, I like to see my friends' dreams, uh, you know, crushed. But now we don't just, have any dreams, so you can't yeah, have right. them crushed. Right, right. Now you're just like the scrappy UVA fan again. I don't like that. Alexander wept for there were no more worlds to come. Mm-hmm. That's how you feel. Yes, well said. Yeah. Let's talk about another team. Can we talk about somebody who's actually interesting? On that note, uh, let's move on to Florida State. Yeah, that's a good call. Everybody seemed to, uh, you know, expect to be much better than we have seen, I guess, through a couple games. Um, Currently kind of struggling with Tulane, and of course they got blown out by Florida. By the way, I'm going to be very distracted this pod because I'm on a live line for Florida State right now at seven and a half and nine and a half. Mm. And the original mm. line as well, okay? You're chasing. I still believe in this chasing. team. Let me explain the Florida yeah. game to you. If you watched it, that was a possession game all the way until like the five-minute mark. And it then was. Florida yeah, went on true. a blitz, and it looked terrible in the box score if you didn't watch the game. Mm-hmm. But it was back and right. forth. Florida's an excellent defensive team. I got to tip my cap to my guy, Mike White. That's what I'm going to call him now. My guy, Mike White. And oh, no. What? Oh no! I can't believe it! I can't believe this is happening. You're giving Mike White compliments. I know everything is that, off. That, everything is wrong this year. Castleton, Castleton, Castleton was, was the key for Florida. There, he was great. He How was many great rebounds did he have? Protector. He had just. I, uh, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, no. he, he had like How seven blocks. blocks. Yeah, he had yeah, like seven many? blocks. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. I mean, part of me is like, is that a Florida State finishing issue or is that a Castleton great rim protection? Because I was, I didn't see a lot of guys from Florida State really going at the at the glass or going at the cup. You know, um, Raekwon Evans, you know, struggled to shoot the ball. It, just like we predicted, Anthony Polite not really creating, you know, off the wing. You like, like you'd seen Terrence Mann in the past and others. Right. Yeah. Raekwon Gray, um, you know, there's, they, I'm telling you, nobody lost more. Nobody lost I more. think their bench needs to play more. Taylor. Yeah. It seems like this might be the year. I mean, we pointed out Colin Castleton having a really good game. Nobody started for Florida State that was over 6 9. I mean, Malik Osborne was the biggest guy. And this might be the year it catches up. They really struggled interior on the interior like size wise yeah, um, their, right. their deed looked looked suffocating though in points that's what got them back in that game they were down like 10 early and then their d stepped up and they were up 10 you know so that, that could be how it is for this florida state team and i think they'll have success in the acc um florida did did look better than they normally if do. if you want to make a slight excuse i mean caleb mills played like i don't know three minutes before he got in foul trouble and then di- i don't think he played at all in the First half again, only came back in the second half, and then quickly picked up another couple bad. thousand. Just it felt like he was never in the game. He's not yeah. played well, and he's um, four of twelve right now. He's shooting too much. I would have seen more of Fletcher on this team, yeah, and I would have seen Osborne attack a little bit more. That's the guy who I think is has got it for this Florida yeah. State team. Not necessarily polite. You were banking your theory on hey, this team cannot revolve around polite. I never thought they were going to revolve around him. I thought they were going to revolve around Osborne and some of the you know the young talent and the freshmen. Here's my question for y'all. Am I in trouble with my over Florida State 22 wins on the season future? Oh, 
over 22. Oh man, that includes yes. postseason play. Includes all postseason. Maybe you'll get. They won't be a double buy in the ACC tournament. That's so, actually a good I mean, thing. I, yeah, it's a good thing, right? You might get a couple of lucky wins there. You might just be right at 22. I call a push for you. They'll go into a going like 18, 18 and 11 or something like that. They may come out with you forget yeah, those, those non-conference games stack up. Those easy gibbies stack up. So just we'll wait and see. I like it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, right. I guess, you know, another team, you know, that's riding or flying low after riding high last year, maybe that's the opposite or whatever, but Georgia Tech, you know, your your ACC tournament champion. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, it's been a struggle. Let me tell you, there was – I don't know that Lamar was not the better team um, on Monday. <laughs> I'll be honest. You know, that was, that was a game that I felt like very easily could have slipped away from Georgia Tech. They, they kind of pulled away a little bit late, but, you know, it was a two-possession game, I think, with maybe five minutes left. And, you know, Lamar was scoring pretty much with ease. Um, you know, again, a team that's lost a lot, but, you know, Jordan Usher looks pretty good. I mean, you know, stout inside, you know, a big body that'll play well in the ACC, but, man, there's just no guard play. I just – I don't see it at all. DeVoe is still the same guy, and it's, yeah, it's worse yeah. now. It's gotten worse <laughs> I was actually on right. Lamar last night, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, I was on him too. I was on him Gladly. too. That was like my first toe in the water. I was like, oh, this was a great decision. I took him like live at like plus 18 and a half. I was like, they might win, you know? So, um, so yeah, I don't know. Georgia Tech doesn't look good at all. Um, and, I, you know, I think Passner benefited a lot last year from – other people's inconsistencies in terms of COVID protocols. They were super strict at Georgia Tech. They weren't able to practice in the beginning of the year, but they got better. They played together all year. You know, other teams had starts and pauses and stuff. I, I don't know if that pass their magic is going to happen this year. I just, I don't really like this team. They're not a top six team. I don't think we expected that much from them, right? Like, I was certainly not no, disappointed. We didn't. I mean, Never I was did. like, whatever. They lost to Miami of Ohio. That's that's a competitive game for them. You know, if anything, mm. I was like, okay, they're they're what we thought. They're all right. All right. Miami, Ohio. Don't sleep on them. You'll see them in the tournament. All right. So is that our triumvirate yeah. of teams who were successful last year and who are now falling flat? I mean, I'm not yeah. quite with you on yeah. Florida State being in that group because I still believe, obviously, but FSU, Virginia, Georgia Tech, fair enough. Yeah. Danger zone. And the only team it's terminal for, we feel like, is Virginia. Ooh. I mean, yeah. I would throw Louisville into this disappointing team. Maybe not the success last year part, but like our disappoint, my disappointment, maybe at least with them, um, just like with their performance so far. I thought, you know, that that loss to uh, Furman in overtime was pretty bad. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, this is this is where you're at right now with the ACC, right? I mean, you're so just sad. like. You're just grasping, you know. Well, there was a point opening weekend, right, where they were like 500. You know? well, they were like, I mean, I, uh, I, Furman is not a bad team. I'll say that. And they kind of righted the ship against Navy. They won Navy's playing the entire ACC this year. Wow. Yeah, but, they uh, they're going all I, around. Watching that game, I couldn't help but have Luke in my head just saying, just microwave everything, baby. Microwave everything. I <laughs> and I started saying it to myself like it was a good thing. Um, uh, but I, I kind of have – turns out maybe having Chris Mack not there will uh, would actually hurt them. I mean, people – I saw Louisville fans pointing out that, like, the rotations got really wacky where they didn't really play, like, 
the right guys, especially down the stretch. Um, but worse, it was like the defense just looked really bad at times. And I thought Malik Williams looked lost through a couple games. Oh, he looks so lost. He just looks so lost. Yeah. Just and getting I mean, back had, into it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, took, guy. Uh, seven, he's taken seven threes in just a couple of games already. This year's already one of seven. You know, Malik, get inside, man. Like, you're 6'11", you know, get in there. Finish. But, <laughs> you know? but Jared West and – um. Noah Locke, I thought, have been pretty good. Like, Jared Locke was a nice, steadying presence, good point guard play. And and Noah Locke, he scored a bunch of points, so there's that. You know, I, I those are those are promising. Green shoots, green shoots. Yeah. Louisville's yeah, in I trouble. I don't know, man. They're in trouble. I can't believe this. <laughs> they're in trouble. They were actually – I actually heard Louisville connected to the two words, Final Four team, or three words, I should say, during the offseason. Oh. And I almost fell out of my chair a couple times. Oh. Can you believe you woke that? Woke up, you thought it was 2019. Yeah, that's not. Uh, good. I didn't, I didn't see good. it then. I, I uh, nobody sees it now. Okay, those are our fumblers. So right? who's good? Yeah, who's good? Let's get is on to who's good. Segment? Actual yeah. good teams is our next segment. The actual. Oh, good, yeah. My thesis is that the only actual good teams in the ACC are Duke and Virginia Tech. Oh wow! All right, so which which one are you going to take? Are you going to talk about Duke? I mean, sure. Let's talk about Duke first. I mean, okay. uh, setting aside the whole DWI thing with Coach oh, K's yeah. grandson. Oh so, yeah, and- let's talk. Let's talk about that. What a what a great little uh, saga to open the year. First of all, ACC basketball teaching me something. Did not know that you could get a DUI for aiding and abetting or whatever the hell happened. With I mean, I assume. Yeah, I mean, what was that? What was the charge against Paolo? I don't was, know. He let somebody drive that he knew was what. Drunk. That's yeah, that's I real. Didn't even know that was a thing. That's they a can, thing. They can charge you for anything. Man, wow. I I assume like in DWI too. Is it yeah, point oh eight at DWI? I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. And why uh-huh. isn't it a DUI? I don't understand. Be. I usually I associate a DWI with another substance. Okay. Like, the best part about this story for me though is Mike Krzyzewski saying, you are not ruining my farewell tour. We need to win <laughs> basketball games. You get out there and you're playing. Don't even say the word suspension to me because that's not going to happen for anybody. And he probably, you know, grabbed his grandson by the shirt and yeah. told oh, him, yeah. how dare you try to tarnish anything of my final season, my last dance. Can't you right. just see, I, I, I don't know, maybe a little bit of, um, you know, just a nice... Shirt tug, pulls him up. Uh, that is what gonna, an awkward Thanksgiving I, dinner. Oh, man, that's be. all you know I what? can think about. Right just in time for the holidays, you know, the first child of his eldest daughter. I mean, come on. this is You can't make this stuff up. Can you imagine on, the anger when he found out when he got that call? <laughs> just picture the anger. Oh, oh I man. I, I, can, I just imagine him sitting at the table being like, uh, you don't see Bayheim's kids out there doing this shit, do you? You don't see Jimmy. Jimmy would never. Okay, I just, that's all I can think of. Like, I love my son. Yeah. Hey, this yeah. guy's great, but I love my son. Still an all-time oh, moment. Man. Yeah. Too okay. Here's my only gripe about Duke basketball. Mm. Let's talk real basketball now. When you watched. Gonzaga in Texas, right? Or even Villanova, UCLA. Don't they yeah. just look a lot faster than, than Duke? Is Duke a fast yeah. team? Are they quick? I'm not seeing it. Maybe it's because 
they're playing poor competition, but they feel lumbery to me. Like they're lumbering around a little bit. I very, think- very deliberate, long, yeah. like like a like a bunch of children that haven't grown into their own bodies. Exactly. Yet. I mean, that's you thank know, you for taking the words out of my like mouth. When they play. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, don't get me wrong. Paolo's game is inspiring. You see him shoot, shoot those mid range jays off the bounce, and you're like, oh man, that is a pro. You know, he hits that fadeaway in the Kentucky game, and the you know bench goes nuts. He's a young KD, blah blah blah. But I'm like, ah, but. I don't know, man. You definitely seem like you're 18, and I would, I would trust Gonzaga to give you the business all day. Um, and you know, guys like Nate Lashevsky are just going to eat you up in the ACC. It's a vicious league. <laughs> I mean, that, you can talk about Notre Dame for the next 30 minutes in just a second. Um, but I, I mean, I don't know if they thought they were slow. I thought in that Kentucky game, the beginning of the game started really fast paced and really wide open. It was really exciting. And I mean, yeah. you know, Trevor Keels, like actually, it's been a revelation. Yeah. Doing what yeah. he could have done. I mean, that's amazing. You know, he's just like, that's great. And then all the other guys like Wendell Moore kind of looks like he's gotten a little bit more like pet to his step. Uh, Mark Williams mm-hmm. has been really good. I think like, I, I wouldn't yeah, want to give the ball to Lashevsky. Mark, Mark Williams is one of those guys that you thought was just going to explode. I don't know if they're like trying to hold him back a little bit to begin the year, but his minutes are like way down. I would have thought that for who he is and how he closed last year, I thought he's going to be all over this team. He well, I can't believe that against Campbell, he went small to match Campbell's size. I thought that was absurd. Right. And yeah. Paulo was playing at the five. Mark Williams didn't play in the second half. Theo John didn't play in the second half. I don't know how that team, this team succeeds if he's going to give small and match size because there's not enough guard play or wing play for Duke to compensate against anybody who's good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, they they just have such stout size and defensively. Throw it I out mean, there. Just yeah. I mean, if you if you're going to work out a small ball lineup, what what better team to do it against than Campbell, right? Though. I mean, yeah, right. Williams has kind of had some foul trouble. Duke he should never fouls. be playing a, a small ball lineup for me, though. Yeah. I, I don't pretend to understand it. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess the only other team that you feel like could maybe give them a fight is Keve Luma and those uh, Virginia Tech Hokies, right? I mean, you talk about stout defensive play inside for Duke, but I mean, Luma ate up the ACC last year. And I mean, look, I mean, if you have Duke's strength on one side of the court, then you have uh, Virginia Tech shooting on the other side, right? I mean, just, you know, three guys capable of shooting 40% from outside with a lean storm Murphy and Hunter Couture. I mean, I, you know, Taylor, you and I Mutz saw Virginia well Tech. Too. What's that? Mutz is shooting well this year too. Yeah, yeah. Mutz, Mutz had a couple, you know, and he's got that inside out game. It just kind of like an X factor game changer too. Like he's hyper athletic, he grabs boards all the time. He's stout defensively, but storm Murphy, man. I mean, I haven't I haven't felt that good about a Virginia Tech point guard since Justin Robinson. You know, I mean, like it it's nice to have a playmaking point guard back. Bless up to Wabisa, you know, wherever he is. Um, but let me tell you, it's nice to see somebody with some handle and uh, some playmaking ability out there for for Virginia Tech. Did I you mean, call him what, a Virginia Tech thoughts? point guard? I, isn't he just a Wofford man? <laughs> yeah, he is. You yeah, know, if right. he was going to go retire, he's a Wofford like, man through and through. A Dude, professional I did not... athlete, wouldn't he go back and retire with Wofford? Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he'd go back on a one-day contract with mm. Wofford. Just <laughs> so he's gonna get up one-day scholarship. I mean, look, <laughs> you're going to hear way too many um, 
references to Matt McClung when people talk about Storm Murphy this year. And it's a little, it's a little offensive just because as he's like a dynamic white point guard, that's going to, you know, have some playmaking ability. But I think you're going to hear a lot of that this year. He's, we talked about this before, unfair to him. He's better than Matt McClung. Matt McClung is smaller, but he's better. I was not expecting, I didn't, you know, not a Wofford expert from years past, but I was not expecting Storm Murphy to have the crossover that he does. Like he, he pulled that out and I was like, oh, okay, all Dude, right, here we go. He was right. spamming spamming that button all game, like setting him up for it. He had a six setback. If, you're, if anybody here has an ESPN3 account that I can borrow, um, play, go back to the last play <laughs> of the first half. Account? I've got one. Do you need my login? <laughs> yeah, give me Should give I me give that it login? to all my listeners as well and see if it works? I got to watch all these Presbyterian games. I'm telling you, Presbyterian, bet Presbyterian all year. <laughs> But anyways, uh, Storm, <laughs> Storm Murphy hits this step back at the end of the first half of that uh, Navy game. That That is going to be emblematic of this season. I'm telling you, he's just – he's a dynamic guy. He's also just good at, like, initiating the offense and getting – when they, like, get up to speed and kind of get those, like, dribble handoffs and, like, everything moving, they're so much better. And obviously – and that's, like, he did a really good job of just focusing on that near the beginning of the game. Yeah. I mean, instead of talking about uh, Virginia Tech and or you said Notre Dame um, earlier that I I was going to talk about, I I still think you know I you know, I said I know I said Notre Dame was going to win. I mean, they're going to be the best cover team this year, but I still think man Notre or uh, North Carolina. I think they look good, man. Been, I mean, are, I know they're figuring out it out. Of your mind? I think they look good. I know Brown. I watched the everybody, entire Brown game. They were atrocious. Everybody, Caleb Love they were is worse. They turned the ball over <laughs> at a rapid pace. Brady Maddox trying to post up in crunch time when it's like a possession game. Turn it around, just throwing some trash I up. I cannot wait to bet everything I have on Purdue. I don't care what the number is. It's probably going to be 11. Oh. Give it to me. Give yeah, me the number. Yeah, it's going to probably be double digits. I And Charleston is awful, and they like really struggle against Charleston. Yeah. If Charleston scores 80 points against you, I don't know what you're doing. Because so, Charleston's one of the worst offensive about? teams in NCAA. But I this, love the team. I don't know what oh it is. It's going to be one of those oh, teams. Get out of here. I'm telling you. They got talent and they can shoot, man. They can really shoot. And I like, I like their size down low. I just think that they offer the diversity of lineups that I really, I think Virginia tech's too thin. I think Duke is, you know, who can cheer for that? UNC, man, <laughs> I'm telling you, they're going to come in maybe second in the ACC, maybe win it all, but they're going no, to the sweet 16. Gracious. I'm telling you, haven't been this excited since Kobe White led them. Well, Kerwin's I, been I the only team. surprise, the pleasant surprise, yeah, his shooting. Great. He's been good. RJ Davis has been good. Oh, yeah, too. he's shooting well too. I'm sorry. Yeah, for that. yeah. I'm sorry, RJ. I'm sorry. I apologize. Brady's I think Brady's gonna become a little uh little Chapel Hill hero. You know, he's averaging what 17 right now. You know, I think he they're gonna love him down there in Chapel Hill. They're gonna yeah. just love him. If you take a drink for every time they remind you that they call him Birdie on the <laughs> on the uh, on that broadcast, you lead carted out after the game so yes <laughs> i am not willing to add north carolina to the actual good teams at this point okay taylor you're the tiebreaker okay I, I i want to but like the this you, defensive lack is is concerning to me well you want to add every single team all 15 i do every single I do. one just get them in there 
I, I mean, mean, look, it's it's going to be a huge 30 days for this North Carolina team. Purdue, Michigan, UCLA over the next 30 days with a couple of trash teams thrown in there, including Furman. You know, yeah, I, I, I'll go with Mike <laughs> and say they're a good team. I like it. I'm on them. Mike told me they were the best shooting team in the ACC, and I believe yeah, him. Yeah, buddy. Is that but I don't, really know if, I don't really know if it's that. I just think they're going to like – if you're betting on them, you're thinking they're going to be able to score with anybody no matter if it's Brown or Purdue. Yeah, and they're going to get scored on at will. Next up, we're going to preview games Mm. right now. You are listening to the ACC Basketball Degenerates podcast, and we are looking ahead. Should we really spend time on Clemson Temple, I guess, with the Shriners Children's Charleston Classic? (laughs) Let's just make a pick. Let's do it. Clemson's been surprisingly Mm. good. They've been surprisingly competent. As usual, they're playing at rock-solid defense. Um, They got the Wofford win, which I was – you know, actually thinking Wofford might be able to pull that one off. And then Crush Bryant. uh, Yeah, they've done everything they've needed to do so far. And they get Temple next in this classic. You know how much we all love our tropical holiday tournaments. We do. We need to go to one. I want to go to the Myrtle Beach one. That's uh, the first on my radar. Yeah, so wait, this is in Myrtle Beach? No, No, this this is in in Charleston. Oh, it's in Charleston. So pretty much a home game for uh, for Clemson. Clemson, five-point favorites. Oh, way too much. Money line Temple. Temple's good. Temple's real good. I mean, dynamic guard play. And while defensive, uh, Clemson defensively, their strength is in their guards. I, I, I like Temple to eat them up here and get in the lane. Clemson's not going to be used to it. They don't have the rim protector this year with the mirror Sims down there. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I don't like I don't like PJ Hall. But other people do. That's fine. I think you're right. I saw PJ Hall get dunked on so many times last year. It's going to happen again. So, I think Clemson Temple gets exposed. I will not get money by him, but I, I'll I'll say the five. I'll take the five. Okay. Yeah, yeah, give me bad. give me Clemson. Nick Honor. Temple has a freshman point guard. Nick Honor's going to eat him up. All right. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. If you want, he is old. He is old. A Furman, a Furman <laughs> man. <laughs> Furman really played uh, this pod today. Okay. Dude, Bothwell on Furman was pretty good. You know, he's going to have a very lucrative European career. Is my prediction. <laughs> Who wants to break down Virginia Tech against St. Francis, PA? We uh, we already. <laughs> no, we're skipping that team. one. We're, we're skipping skip that. One. Okay, thank you. Because Give me- I'll take I'll take PA with the points. <laughs> we don't even know what the points are. Oh, um, you know what we've arrived at the next game on the list. I'm already taking a victory mm-hmm. lap. The Pitt Panthers, mm-hmm. the worst oh, team in the yeah. ACC. Uh, maybe in all college basketball, they are dreadful. That first game against the Citadel, getting the doors blown off, 78-63 mm-hmm. at West Virginia, awful. They did get a win against UNCW, so congratulations to Cable. He's on the board. He's not going to be defeated this year, and I'm sure Coach K had something to do with that because he's one of us. This Pitt team, they have nothing going for them. They are not a microwave team, Taylor. What's – I don't know. Um, are they the – we're trying to glue petals back onto a flower, like paste petals. Yeah. You know, like in A Wonderful they're, Life. It's A Wonderful Life. They're, they're a microwave that you That's put tinfoil in and threw out in the yard when they caught on fire. <laughs> they are so bad. I have no idea what this Towson line is going to be. What do we project it at? I think they're going to be like six-point favorites. That's, that's, that's a guess and, and totally based on Towson could shoot, all right? I will take their shooting any day. 
they can um mm. go bombs away from the three point line. I will take Towson money line. Mm. No offense I to Pitt fans, but like let's not just pick this. But yeah, I guess I'll take Towson. Yeah, I would I will take Towson money line. Can you believe that Capel has a contract through 2026? 2026. I can't believe that. That you can't have that. Well, he's basically like starting over now, right? This is like a year one for him because he lost his whole team. So mm. it's it's like a reset button. I mean, I, I don't know what happened behind the scenes that everybody left, but. Um, we had to pause for a second, but we're back. Goodness gracious. I just heard this <laughs> deafening, the shining type noise happening in, in the studio that I'm recording. Right. In, and Mike thought it might have been. Coach K coming for me. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I heard you said something about Capel. He's just like Ebenezer outside your door spirits. there. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. I had to turn around. I did a 360. <laughs> yeah, I was I was legitimately concerned. There's something to this uh, farewell tour, I'm telling you. There's some voodoo attached to it, which I have sensed Ugh. and I continue to sense. Next up on the schedule, Pitt's Ooh, terrible. We're, we're taking Towson money line. Coppin State in Virginia. Goodness gracious. Juan Dixon comes back again. I don't know why these teams play so much. What what is this line going to be? I tell you, it might be the first time it's been single digits. (laughs) Yeah, I I have no clue. I mean, I I think I would have told you it would be like 17, 15, but it's not going to be that. It's going to go down, right? I mean, Coppin State. I don't know. I don't understand they're how terrible. they're still in Division One basketball. They are, they are consistently the worst team in NCAA basketball every single year. I don't know how they do it. It's amazing. It is legitimately amazing. Um, I mean, they just lost um, by what sixty to Loyola Chicago. That's hard to do. Um, Loyola doesn't even have that many possessions. So maybe you'll have uh, maybe a twenty-five point line in the Virginia game. And that probably won't be enough there either, no matter how bad uh, Virginia is this year. Mm-hmm. So I hear you. I, I guess give me Virginia uh, begrudgingly. I, I Somebody's going to learn how to score in that game. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm sorry. I don't feel the bounce back. Is, oh, are we going to say Luke. this gets to 20? Yeah, let's say it's 20. Oh, it's not going to be. There's no way it goes up to 20. What is it going to be? Oh, yeah. 17, 16? Yeah. It's oh, be, no. It's yeah. definitely going to be 20. Uh, it's well, probably going to be 25. I'll take Virginia if it's in the teens. Okay. Lafayette and Duke. This is. I, I can't do any yeah, of these games. Can we we got to switch. We got to skip these games. We got to go straight to the, the couple good games. Okay. What are the couple okay, good what games? Do you have? All right. The last ones. We'll take in state rivals, Georgia Tech at Georgia. Oh, I believe Georgia, your six point favorites. Man. Yeah, Georgia, what, easy. That's not, that's not even close. No, mm. I mean, look what Georgia's done oh. so far. They've had two pretty decent wins. Man, mm-hmm. Not bad, right? I know they lost to Cincinnati, but that was a close game and that was on the road. Georgia Tech can't do anything. Uh, Pastner is ready to have the coast. And let's see how many stats Michael DeVoe can put up by taking. 40 shots a game and maybe he'll make honorable mention all ACC because nobody really pays attention to efficiency in, you know, the voting. So that's what I think this season is all about. So I think pastors just cruising. 
he's waiting for something else or waiting for another job. Who knows what he's doing? I don't know what that man's up to, but I love him to death with that face shield and some of the really baggy shorts he wears down to the ankles. God bless him, but not this time. George is at home. It's not enough. I'm I'm t- I'm laying the points on this one. I think I might have read that line wrong. I think it's actually Georgia Tech that's going to be favored. What? Yeah, well, the the only two, the only two teams Georgia has beaten are FIU and South Carolina State. Oh, uh, Georgia and the points any day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Georgia Tech. I'm gonna roll with the Flying Passers. Wow. Yeah, this is this is my pick of the uh, week. Georgia Tech owns Georgia whenever they play in this matchup, and. Tom Crean, no man, nothing good can Tom happen. Tom Crean's got a little mojo this year with Aaron Cook. Does he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's got. I mean, I guess a, he's got. He's got himself. He's got a your guard. boy. Uh, got your boy Abdur Rahim out there as no, well. He former play. Uh, Virginia player. He doesn't play. <laughs> he's uh, over seven on the year from three point land. Just picking yeah. up where he left off. No, but uh, Aaron Cook is a good player. <laughs> He's due. He's Tom Green might give him a kiss, yeah. you know, like he does. To Aaron his, his Cook on his fifth, <laughs> Aaron Cook on his fifth school in like uh, seven years or whatever. But yeah, well, I mean, you know, family. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, so Georgia all Tech. Right. That's for me. These are the two. These are the two biggies left here. Oh. Saturday, Mohegan Sun, UNC Mohegan Purdue. Sun? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, I hate the Mohegan Sun. The Mohegan Sun Ballroom or whatever it is. Can I, I talk know. about how much I love this Purdue team? They're one of my Final Four picks. I know we didn't do that in the uh, original episode, but my Final Four, and I'm not, I've am not, i not changed anything. Gonzaga, Kansas, Purdue, and Baylor, that's my Final Four. I love this Purdue team. Mm. Zach Eady has mm. gone to another level. Uh, he is the number third-ranked player in Ken Palm right now. Just yeah. trucking people, 20 of 26, he's a bucket inside, and I hate using that term, but he's the only one it actually applies to because when you give him the ball, he is going to score. Travion Williams, did you hear his press conference? Where no. he was asked about you know, coming off the bench, taking a back step, not being the guy, and you know what? He answered it exactly how I expected him to answer it. I'm all about the team winning. Zach's playing great right now. I'm just trying to help out when I can, fill my role. I'm going to have my spots, and I'm going to just play like a maniac. I'm going to be a motor guy. I love that. There's no ill will in this team. They all love each other. Talk about family. This is family. This is Purdue. Painter is due for a trip to the Final Four. He's been all so close. Ivy, I love what I've seen so far. He's been really efficient in the interior. Um, his shooting's not been great from the outside, but that's what Sasha's for. Sasha can make it rain. I love Purdue. Give me any number against this undisciplined, turnover-prone North Carolina team who will have nothing inside with Baycott. Baycott is going to be completely neutralized by the Purdue bigs, and um, uh, he's not going to be able to defend. If he gets in foul trouble like he always does, what's their go-to option? Have Manic guard Edie or Williams? No way. It's not happening. Purdue's so much better. They are primed this year. They're on a mission in North Carolina. It's going to catch up to them this game. Mm, sound resolute. So it's going to be what a ten point line, probably in favor nine points. Nine points, yeah, ish. Yeah, I guess. Okay. People. North Carolina people will probably bet that down to maybe eight. Yeah, eight and, and, and it'll be perfect <laughs> for all of us. It'll be just yeah, wonderful. Um, Taylor, I'm going to assume that you are with Luke. That was a very convincing argument. Yeah, I mean, which of us is going to say I? Luke's right, and that's all right, and that's all intellectually <laughs> correct. But um, I'm still going to take UNC just because I, you know, want to watch them. I'm going to take them with the points, but you know, I'm I, I want to watch them be good. I want to jump on the Hubert Davis celebratory, you know, three game parade, 
And mm-hmm. um, I'd like to just see them keep up. They're not going to stop Purdue from scoring, but I want to see them keep up, even though I know that maybe that's like wrong. Right. My oh, half-hearted defense right there. Uh, yeah, that no, that was a very <laughs> uh, very tactful argument. You yeah, made there from the, s- North the saddest pick for North Carolina you've <laughs> yeah, ever heard. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I guess I will be a contrarian. Um, no, this is a, pretty much the same Purdue team, if you remember, lost to Miami, I think it was last year, about the same time. Oh, here um, we go. You know, so (laughs) they were in a uh, uh, sunshine tournament somewhere and were losing to Jim Laranega. They didn't have the focus. I think they learned from that experience here. And I think this becomes a rallying cry for the North Carolina team. This is the game that you circle and you say this, you know, remember when they played in November and now they're playing each other for a chance to go to the final four when North Carolina gets their vengeance and gets into the final four this year. So this is that game. Here we go. Purdue, baby. Yeah, I like them by nine uh, for wow. all the reasons you wow. mentioned. Wow, I thought you North were North Carolina to... will get better. I am constantly amazed I'm by just shocked. how high you are on UNC, and I love it. <laughs> Even believe. when you're picking Purdue, you like managed to make it like sound like you're praising UNC. I don't... Yeah, yeah no, well, they're going to be great this year, but this is not a good game for them. Mike set up the whole rope right, right, right there. He wanted me to go first, then he wanted you to piggyback, and now he was waiting to either do the rebuttal or just say, yeah, well, I mean, Purdue <laughs> should probably win because they're better but whatever north carolina they'll they'll give them a scare yeah. it's just waiting to north do that carolina money line no yeah definitely predict this time yeah anything right, else? What else you got one more what yeah one more this is the mike jaffe special right oh, now okay oh yeah in hawaii on monday st mary's oh. notre dame oh. No- oh notre dame oh. your two-point favorites oh no that's not a good matchup for <laughs> for can notre dame I, can i Wait, start here yeah. yeah, sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. St. Mary's does what Notre Dame does, except they do it better. <laughs> They're the better version of Notre Dame. <laughs> they are going to absolutely decapitate this Notre Dame defense, whatever this blob is right now that they're sort of just putting out. There's going to be so many holes. Cousy's the best player in this game. Um, sorry, yeah. Prentice Hub. It's all about St. Mary's and how they move the ball. They're going to be able to shoot it. I actually like their interior game this year as well. They hmm. are going to run their action. Notre Dame's going to have no answers, and Notre Dame's, I, I just don't see it. They don't do well against teams who hustle and chase you. St. Mary's will chase them all over the gym. Are they a step slow sometimes? Yes, but I think they can keep up with Goodwin and Leshesky. Give me St. Mary's in this one. It's going to be a phenomenal game to watch, though, on the eyes, because there's not going to be much fouling, not too much mucking up, if you know what I mean. Right. And uh, right. give me the Gales, my team, who I have to go watch right now. I don't know why we're still podcasting. Yeah, yeah give me St. Mary's. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm on it. Give me St. Mary's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I typically would t- pick a team when two teams do things well and one does it significantly better than the other. You know, I think it's easy to pick that other team. I think you're right about Kuzi. I think he will be the best player on the floor. But, I mean, I've been really surprised with uh, what Paul Atkinson has been doing so far this year. I think he'll have success against St. Mary's. Um, you know, the Yale transfer has been really good so far to start the year. But you know what? You said that they're going to slow down. Dane Goodwin and Nate Leshevsky, you don't slow down two white dudes from the Midwest who shoot 60% of their shots from three. Okay. You don't, you don't slow that down. That that happens to you. That happens to you. And this is an easy pick Notre Dame money line. They're getting their tan on in Maui. They're going to stay for however long they need to. 
This is it. They, the only, they're probably going to win this tournament. The only guy I'm worried about is Blake Wesley in this game. That's yeah. I if mean, he goes off. He's been, I mean, he's been really cool good so far. He? I like him a lot. Yeah, you know, he talk about awkward, like kind of younger guys that need to go into their bodies. He's another one that's like just super long mm-hmm. and lean, but he's got some Paolo S game. You know, loves the mid range. He shot out of his body from three, you know, earlier in the week. But, um, but yeah, man, I'm telling you, you guys will be late to join, but it's, it, we, we have space right now on the bandwagon here. I'll get day. there eventually, we right? I'll get there eventually. Finally, we're going to wrap up with overrated, underrated. One of my mm. favorite segments here on yeah. the program. Who would like to begin? I would like to begin. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. I have, I have some serious issues. Overrated is the beginning of this college basketball season every year. I hate it. I think they do a horrible job with it. There's no worse start to any major professional sport, and this is not professional except for the people that make money on it, but any sport in all of America. It's awful. I mean, you don't have any major rollout, and then for the ones that you do, okay, get this, all right? So the best teams that play, they're going to play at 1030 at night and 1130 at night. They oh, don't watch yeah. Gonzaga, Texas at 1030. Did you stay up? They I did. Villanova, UCLA at 1130. I mean, I stayed on. up with the rest and of then, the, our community. And I guess you're not a member of that community anymore if you didn't stay up. That's how DVR, you get your card. Baby, no, we did a roll then, call on Twitter. We did a roll call oh, to did. see he was around. G Unit 81, oh. of course he was around. He's in Vegas. He's been yeah, killing it, by the way. Yeah. Shout out to Greg. Randall was around. He was watching. The three men weave guys mm. were commentating on everything. God bless them. Oh. And you were nowhere to be found. I'm so disappointed. I'm sorry. I, and I'm disappointed in myself. And you know it's what? It's also I'm, not on I, Twitter. But you know what? The Champions Classic is another one. It's just a problem. You know what? Spoiler alert. None of these teams are champions. They haven't been champions for years. For years. Okay? Like, I mean, you want a Champions Classic? Have it be Villanova. Have UConn. They've won as many uh, national championships as Duke has in the past 25 years. I mean, where's Baylor? Give me the past Final Four. These are not champions, okay? These are these are people that are done. These I actually agree with done. you. Thank God on, uh, Gonzaga plays trash. a good non-conference because if not, we'd be in real, real trouble when it comes to games. That's your right. overrated. Do you have anything There's for right. underrated? Oh, um, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's what I'll I go with. I sold out for overrated. I sold out. <laughs> underrated. Unfortunately... We were both on this. I think we were all on this. And now the cat's out of the bag. I hope you guys got some value on Seton Hall because oh, the yeah, Michigan yeah. win, I almost didn't want them to win against Michigan, even though I had them at yeah. a number, because I didn't want what we're having now, all the bells and whistles. I have a number on them to win the Big East. Underrated team. Mm. Gosh, can they guard? They're fun to watch. They really haven't missed a beat. I think they've gotten better ever since Amiano Shavili, you know, graduated because he was the heart and soul of that yeah. team last year, and they've picked up a new identity. They don't look like they were in 2021. Just looks like a completely right. different scheme. Tip of the cap to Seton Hall. If anybody got in on that action uh, after you know they blew the doors off of Fairleigh Dickinson, who's terrible, and Yale. I mean, they beat Yale 80 to 44. Yale's not right. terrible. They're 80 not to 44. And uh, let's mm. see, they get Ohio State next. That's going to be a blast of a game to watch. I mean, just look at this team in general. And uh, kudos to Kevin Willard, man. He's been really good. So that's my underrated team. Now probably properly rated slash overrated. But anyway, here's what's overrated. Trader Joe's. You guys have a Trader Joe's around <laughs> you? 
Every yeah, single product one. in Trader Joe's is like soy filled. I don't know how people just go to one store and shop there. I need meat. I need right, substance. Right. I can't just go there to get a loaf of bread that costs 50 cents less than where else I would get it at the regular supermarket. Sure, they have the charcuterie board and the cheeses, but how often <laughs> am I just eating phenomenal cheese? I, I can't eat a cheese plate every single day. And the wine, ah, come on, the wine selection, it's not great. The beer is not cold. It's not in a fridge at all. Mm. Who wants to get warm beer and just bring it home and then put it in your own fridge and just wait? No, I want to get it and bring it home and crack it. Trader Joe's and, and just the the virtue signaling of everybody who's just on staff there <laughs> just makes me nauseous. Okay, so that's overrated for me. Taylor? Oh, man, man does not live on Gruyere alone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Trader Joe's, the prepared food section is probably their best thing. I'm not really, I'm not a Trader Joe's person either. Yeah, I actually, I'm glad you said something, Luke. Good for you. We're a Costco family. I'm glad you guys uh, have yeah, that car The carne asada chicken, though, that is, uh, that you can cook at home. Very good. I'll and have that. you ever noticed how people are so <laughs> thrilled when you ask them, where'd you get that? They're so thrilled to say, oh, Trader Joe's. That also just right. gets under my skin, right? Has that ever happened to you, Taylor? What smiling? Is it, yeah. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. What is your grocery store of choice? I'm curious now. I'm a Harris you, Teeter man right now. Okay. Yeah, that's my. You know, you know me, spot. Taylor. I love the dirty kitty. I only do <laughs> yes, you too. Food line, baby. Food line. <laughs> Great value. All right, Taylor. <laughs> finish, finish our uh, second podcast of the year with uh, you're overrated, underrated. My uh, underrated is actually. Uh, all the little gifts that Coach K is going to receive on his farewell tour. <laughs> At first, you know, you got to embrace it. People are going to complain about it all year, but I love that he's going to get like little knickknacks, you know, little posters made by an intern with Photoshop and like a bottle of bourbon and all this. What uh, these are going to be the memeable moments that sustain like the you know college basketball subreddit for like the next five years. Him mm. awkwardly getting you know handshake from the mayor of Cincinnati or whatever it's going to be. All this stuff, it's going to be great. I can't wait for uh, him to shun a gift a little bit like Emmett Smith when he yeah. didn't get the turkey leg, but he got that little turkey trophy from Fox. You remember that? And he just Maybe. threw it in the trash can? That's going to happen with Kay for quite a few of his gifts. He's not going to be pleased. They're not going to be good enough for you know his greatness. Yeah, the, the reactions alone are, are going to be great. It's, it's I'm I'm enjoying him like awkwardly accept all these things. Okay, overall, um, yeah, this, yeah, this farewell tour is going to make me appreciate Roy Williams all that much more. I'm telling you, I'm all in on this North Carolina. The legacy, you really are. Yeah, yeah, my I, I, um, I have two underrateds because I wanted Luke to make fun of me again for always being positive, which is my enthusiasm for Virginia Tech, Justin Mutz, a revelation. Mike's enthusiasm for UNC outscoring everybody no matter what happens mm. rj davis he's coming back <laughs> I, I don't know what all to that's say just randomly uh, it's just all randomly underrated <laughs> yeah i didn't have another one so we just threw another one in there you and know? you don't participate in overrated because you like fairy dust yeah. and rainbows and roses right i'm a yeah. i'm a conscious conscientious objector that's correct okay the, follow the us on twitter we never tweet but you can email the show <laughs> How about subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe, get uh, all your relatives at the Thanksgiving dinner to subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Yep, your sister will love us.